like that daggone crazy jump. <laughs> oh man, oh man, what's the business? It is your folk, Marquis, and welcome to the Waiting Room Podcast, where we are preparing God's people for the return of the King. I am your host, Marquis Trent, and this is. And we are here, man. What's going on? Not a thing, not a thing. Um, ready to dive in it? Head wow. first. Head first. Yes. Have, you didn't hear me. Head first. <laughs> Put that T on the back. You know, we... Oh, man, Lord. I ain't gonna start talking about language and ebonics. And first. Ain't no T on that, John. Head first. And are you from planet Earth? <laughs> what a, Hey. It's funny though, cause one one of the things that I one of the things that I learned when you put yourself out there mm-hmm. in this manner, you know, it's just open. You open to whatever they come open with it. Season. It's you open season. It. Yeah, cause you know, and some people don't want to deal with that and all, but this just come with the territory. And you know, the biggest <laughs> thing that I say, cause. They call them some of them trolls. Some of them people with yeah. really constructive criticism. Something you know, whatever it is, what it is. And I say, whatever we discuss, whatever we do, let it come from the heart, the Holy Spirit led, and let God do what He got to do. Because for all those trolls and all those <laughs> naysayers, they listen. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. Continue to listen. So that's the point. Yeah, man. Because I know it was. Uh, I did a video. Uh-huh. You know, I put reels up on, on different stuff from other shows and podcasts I did in my own videos. And uh-huh. somebody, uh, <laughs> I was looking at one of the dude comments, and he was like, Booth or Earth or whatever I said, and it sounded like the F. So oh. he put it down there, oh, and, he, wow. and he spelled it out like E-A-R-F or whatever. And I was just laughing because, you know, you got to have thick skin doing this. It is what it is. I'm here to serve. I'm here to impact. But it was just... It was funny to see that he was like, oh, yeah, earth or proof or whatever. And I was just laughing. I was just, you know. Yeah, just, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you, you think about it because that means that if they got that much time, then they listen. So as long as they listen, they're going to get it. Just look at my watch. I got time today. Dropping those seeds in the soul. I mean, it is what it is. Let your soul glow. Let your soul glow, right? Yeah, but uh, I'm excited about what God finna do with this podcast and the lives that's gonna be impacted. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said I've heard people say, "Well, Marquise, you speak so well and you so so eloquent." And then it, 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 it. I said, "Well, one, I've grown as a person." I ain't never been no dummy, glory to God, but I ain't always talk like this. But I've been on the camera and in front of the camera for some years now, you know what I'm saying? Over a decade. So, like, what I said is I want to be able to communicate effectively and show that we could talk without using so much slang and, and, and just formulate our words, you know what I'm saying? Because... Prior to that, my language was full of profanity and full of, uh, you know, a lot of slang and and things of that nature. And that's just what it is. Mm -hmm. But I said, you know, as I'm growing as a person, that's why we was talking about right before we started going live. It was like, 
we about to get our mugs and you know i want my hot tea and my you know as i think back in the day I didn't drink no tea it was just beer <laughs> liquor sodas and craziness yeah 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 i was definitely a drinker but you know to have to be drinking tea i like tea and, and honey just try to make more healthy choices so at the end of the day you want to grow and evolve as a person you mm -hmm. your desire should be to grow and evolve yeah. like when people say oh you've changed you haven't like what what you still the same person a, from 97 said yeah you're not supposed to oh you you gotta you think i'm gonna be the same you know what i'm saying i got new words in my vocabulary <laughs> <laughs> real talk though like yeah. real talk though like you know you can love your folks and all that but i don't know how you can change it's just like when you fall in your walk with god how do you not change? How do you read the Bible like more than once a week? Mm -hmm. First you started off maybe once a month. And now you're reading it once a week. You've changed. Or you're reading it every day. You changed. I'm just saying. Cause so you changed your ha your actions. You change In that way, action. to go from a month to a week to right. a week. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, being disciplined. Uh, key word. Look, the Bill Cosby shape. Yeah. <laughs> being disciplined. Jello pudding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That 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 part, like just making sure, like, yeah, I'm disciplined now. I'm I'm changing. I'm evolving to a. Did you do the little? <laughs> Real talk, because one thing that I learned, you know, in my journey, in order for me to have, this was a big realization. Like, in order for me to have more, I must become more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people say they want this and that. And by the way, this is, we just kind of picking up off our last week's episode discussing uh, do men's feelings matter and things of that nature. But we just kind of chatting a bit, kind of building up to it. But. It's easy to say, I want this, I want that, I want the cars, I want the house, I want, you know, a nice family and relationship and all that. But it's like, <clears throat> you have to become that person. And one of the most, listen, y'all, this is one of the most impactful truths there is, you know. Uh -huh. I'm going to say it like this. A millionaire is not a millionaire because of the money that they have. A millionaire is a millionaire because of the person that they are. Message. <laughs> Let me say that again. A billionaire is not a billionaire because of the money. A billionaire is not a billionaire simply because. A millionaire is not a millionaire simply because of the money that they have. Because clearly, you know, looking at the numbers, they have to earn a certain amount of money, wealth. However, it's the person that they have become. A millionaire is a mindset. Billionaire is a mindset. Six-figure earner, high-six-figure earner is a mindset. So as you adopt that mindset, as you implement those activities that that person would do, you, by law, physical and universal laws, because I don't worship the universe, but I believe God set a set of orders, you know what I'm saying, just like the car. The car does what the manufacturers want it to do. Mm -hmm. The Benz, the Bentley, the, May the, 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 the Chevy, the Ford, whatever. They got, 
the pistons and the, the, the O2 sensors and everything has its place and purpose. All they got to do is set it and forget it. And it's going to do what it's supposed to do, of course, until you got to maintain it. So that's how I believe the universe is. God set in, he put some set of, set in, in motion a set of laws that if you follow them, you will have the benefits. So a person has a goal, they see it, they believe it, they internalize it, they work towards it. As we said last, you know, other episode, discipline. Mm -hmm. They're going after the goals. They committed. They're not interested in it. You know, mm -hmm. they're going through the hard works. They're learning more skills. They're learning sales. They're learning uh, dealing with emotional issues that they may have. They're working wow. on their triggers. Wow. They're working wow. on what? What's going on with that? Hang on. Oh, emotional. I'm engaging. No, emotional damage. <laughs> No, but they, you know, they do the work on themselves. So okay. I've had to come face to face with that reality. Yeah, I've earned money here. I've earned money there. I heard, but I want to be a millionaire. I, I, I believe God. And and my, we talked about destiny and legacy on our special episode. I believe it is my destiny to be a very wealthy person, not just to enjoy some things, but to use those finances to truly impact the world for the kingdom of God and His Christ. So who, who? Who does Martin now? Watch this, y'all, because we're gonna dovetail because we're talking about men. Who does Marquise have to become as a person, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and over to order, in order to have the millions or billions of dollars that God has ordained for my destiny? Yeah, He put it in my destiny, but I have to become that man that has discipline and accountability in his life in order to obtain the level of wealth he has ordained for my life, or I'll never get it. Let's get it. I, I tend to think Marquise is just the subject, guys. Just the, we're using Marquise for this. <laughs> Did she just... Specify, yeah, we. We're just yeah. He's for this. He's this subject at this point. Order in the court. Has to be broken down, torn apart, filled up, filled back up, to be the man he needs to be, to get the millions that has to come, or the billions that has to come. Now, he's, he's been there, and he's at another level now, but just saying, I believe that literally the flesh that you started with is not the flesh that God will use to, at the end of That's the day, propel you to where you need to go. That's real good. That's real good. And just to clarify, I haven't had my millions of billions yet. She said I've been there, meaning I've gone from one place of life and living and experiences to another, you know, uh, as I've told people, I've been serving the Lord <clears throat> for a total of like 13 years now. Uh, so literally a third of my life. So people say, oh, you're so different and all that. Praise God. Like that's the reality of the glory of God and the change in my life. Not perfect. Still have issues, still working through things without question, but I'm in no way, I'm not the same person right. that I was. And, you know, I agree with what you said because I've lived that too. 
even from back in the day. I joined the military at 17. I went to boot camp at 18. And I was a uh, weed smoking, uh, beer and liquor drinking girl. Untold or not. <laughs> <laughs> girl uh, having. Girl uh, You know what I'm saying? Knucklehead to being broken down into being a soldier. You know, yeah. hard headed, tough, uh, stubborn, mm -hmm. you know. And all of those ways became problematic in, the, right. in my basic training, you know. But I tell people that other soldiers and people will say, yeah, they break you down from you who you were out there and to build you up to a person of discipline, a structure of order, so forth and so on. And then you grow into different levels from right. a private, PFC, the specialist, corporal, sergeant, staff sergeant, so forth and so on. So, so it's like, I see the same thing with the scriptures and who you become as a person when you literally join the army of the Lord. You know what I'm saying? The, the Lord of hosts is what he calls. So it's like when you get saved and born again, and I guess God just won't just talk about because this it still it still matters talking about the men. But overall, one thing when you get saved and born again, a lot of people don't realize and in my earlier ministry, I used to do a lot of bashing of churches and stuff. Uh -huh. I grew out of that. I'm now more focused on doing what I'm supposed to do and let my voice get as big as it's supposed to be for the glory of God. Right. With social media, with TikTok, YouTube, so forth, so on. I'm not here to just say, well, this pastor ain't doing this right. And this, you know, there's a way to do everything. So this is what I'm saying. When a person is, uh, kind of lost my train of thought a little bit. What I was talking about? <laughs> what I was talking about? This is what happened. <laughs> when you got all these different yeah. lanes you are trying to weave it together. Streets in the pan. I remember <laughs> that, you know, that commercial, you said, I'd be like, this is your brain. <laughs> <laughs> this is your brain. I'm doing, yeah. Any yeah. questions? No, but what I was basically talking about is, Oh, I was saying that when you get born again, a lot of us aren't really taught from what I've seen from going to churches for years and looking at other ministries and stuff, at least what I've seen. I don't believe a lot of Christians are taught the true nature of what's really happening. You ain't just saying a few words and now you go to this happy place every Sunday to just be. You're literally joining a spiritual army, and now you're in a new governmental system called the kingdom of God. Mm. And now you are a participant. You're an ambassador, and you're to show forth that new, that new life in that kingdom. Like, when you get saved, you get born again, you represent the new kingdom. You know what I'm saying? And there are things that has to happen with you as a person. Yeah. You got to learn about your kingdom. You got to learn about the laws that go to the Bible. You got to build a relationship with your authoritative figure, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, God the Father. And, you know, move about and operate to do what you call to do. Yep. So I said all that to say because I've lived that in two ways because when I went to the military, I had to do all of that. I had to get in the field manuals. I had to understand orders. I had to learn how to obey. I had to do all this type of stuff so that I could represent the United States government or the United States Army in the battlefield, not just on the battlefield, but even in a sense of just being out and about. You know, you're a bunch of soldiers, you know, soldiers and Navy men and all. Sometimes we can be known for going to bars and getting drunk and fighting and all that, but it's like, 
where's y'all discipline? You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of one of those things. So I was I was talking about all of that kind of dovetailing off of our last episode of Legacy and Destiny. But I was saying, so as we get ready to transition into the conversation, as a man, I have to be accountable. As a man, I have to have discipline. As a man, I have to have vision. Hello. As a man, I have to have vision. I have to have a plan and a purpose. And we're going to go ahead and jump into it right now, and I definitely want to hear your thoughts. One of my personal gripes or... Uh, disagreements, just me personally, and I really want to hear y'all heart on this. A lot of times I hear men say it, and I hear a lot of people say as if a man has to have a woman in order to be great. That's how it comes off to me. It's like, oh, well, you know, once my wife came, I'm just so much better and all this and that and all this and that. And, you know, Without question, I look at the scripture to say that the, the, the woman was made. Well, first of all, the woman was made for a man. <laughs> Let's, you know, I'm going to just talk about the Bible. I don't care how you feel. I'm just telling you what God said. The woman was made for the man. Amen. Now, they both benefit from each other, but the woman was made, and the core purpose in the beginning was for the man, all right, to be his helpmeet. I believe, yes, to help meet greater levels, but not reach a level of greatness. Now, that might sound backwards, but listen to what I'm saying. To reach greater levels, this is my Marquis' personal opinion, mm -hmm. but not a level of greatness. Adam was great, first and foremost, even before Eve hit the scene. So a lot of chatter that I hear out on these podcasts is if a man, this is at least the way it be coming off, as if the man is just some helpless, wander, wandering idiot or something. In so many words, it's like, oh, yeah, when my wife came, oh, she makes me better. She's so much better. I'm so much better. Again, the scripture says when a man finds a wife, the man finds a good thing and obtains favor for the Lord. In no way am I telling you that women aren't extremely valuable, extremely important, and very important to a man. Yes, I'm the guy who will tell you firsthand one reason why the man feels more pain when the woman cheats on him is because the scriptures say the glory of the man is the woman. So whoever want to bring any type of smoke, the comments is open, whatever. I just believe that a man who has other good, strong men in his life in some capacity, virtually, digitally, personally, uh, accountability, he desires to have good health, I ain't say you got to have a raging six-pack and big guns and stuff, but still have some level of real physical health and strength. He's taking care of his emotional well-being. He's learning to grow, to earn income, and he's becoming a real masculine man. I don't know what y'all got going on with all this other stuff, but a real masculine man, he's very attractive to all types of women. And they can build something great together. But to say that a man, in so many words, this is how I've heard it come off. That's why I keep saying that. That a man is just oh so whatever until a woman come along. I feel some type of way about that. Well. And I know it was a lot, so let's get it. That was a whole lot. <laughs> just waiting for my opportunity to speak. But, um, Thank you. 
I want to say this to you. I don't feel as if without us, well, no, 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 I can't even say that. Okay, so what I feel is because women was made to be your help, neat, <laughs> keyword being neat. Your face is wild. Keyword being neat. Meet goals, meet destiny, meet meet God's preparation or God's um, goals for you, right? Mm -hmm. Because literally, we supposed to be at one, as one. And with all of that being said, now we're speaking from the woman, this woman being the wife, mm -hmm. being the evenly yoked person that you mm -hmm. should be with. Not no random chick that you picked up at the piggy wiggly. <laughs> the what? Not not that. Not no random chick that you went to the club mm -hmm. and you saw him standing by the bar and was like, girl, you my woman. None of that. This gonna be good. God's choice for you, that's your help me, will uh, help you achieve the things that you need to achieve that will propel you but you're not propelling alone. You still as one together with the man not losing focus on the main relationship with God mm. first. <clears throat> that's good. So that who, that's who ulti ultimately propels you. But the assistance of the wife, the help me, is what? We're here to make it balanced. So it, we go in the world of, we live in a world of balance, good and evil, good and men and women. Like this is a balance. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I think that we were created to balance y'all. And <laughs> when we can be focused and, and have our relationship with God. The woman? Point, the woman. Word. When the woman can be focused and have their relationship with God, they can balance their man off perfectly without all them shenanigans that they mm -hmm. did in the battle. So, I think men can propel, they were meant to propel with God's assistance by themselves. But, he said, oh, it's not good for you to be alone. Why? Well, one, I'm not God. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, well, clearly one of those aspects is for the, the, uh, to have children, to procreate, to have more, you know, uh, in the garden, there were other animals, the male animals, the female animals, you know, and Adam seen this. So like, like, let's not, let's not get confused. Human, this ain't no Darwinian evolutionary school movie and Neanderthal, we won't never stupid. So just throw all that, we was not no bumbling idiots trying to f learn like, not, never, ever, ever, ever. Nope. Throw all that crap out. No big bang Just throw it away. I, I mean, you can believe what you want to believe, but I'm trying to tell you, if you use your brain, you can see, no, we've always been intelligent. Uh, but he was like, well, hey, the, 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 this animal got hurt, and this animal got that. I ain't got nothing. 
and this is this is one of the reasons that I said that. Of course, you know, the Bible don't really give you no specific like detailed timeline. Right. The way that I've learned to look at the scripture, it gives you a bird's eye view of things. And then you kind of with the Holy Spirit and study and archaeology, you can kind of fill in those little gaps. Mm -hmm. But this is what I mean by that. Adam, if you look at the scriptures, generally he had already named the animal. He had already yeah. did all this. That's why I say that. Like, women are amazing. I thank God for them. But as you were saying, he had already named the animals. He was already dressed in the garden. He was already doing big things in the garden. Then the woman came about, you know what I'm saying? And there are men that have built amazing things to varying degrees and levels. And then, yes, a woman comes and it goes to another level. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, my beef or my gripe was for those people that come along saying that, like, it's, that's, it seems to be the narrative, as if men barely, you know, it's like, Oh, we just gotta have a woman to come along and make us so much. I just don't agree with that. Like I heard a dude on a podcast recently say that. Like, and again, that go to everybody being different. Everybody's family situation is different. Everybody's genetics is different. Everybody's mindset is different. The way everybody operates is different. So to say that, oh, we just ain't. No, nah, I just can't. I can't agree with that. But. The other dude that said that probably was married. <laughs> yeah, he was married. Yeah. Yeah, he was married. So he, he stuck in that happy life, happy wife. Happy a lot wife, of people live. Life. I think he was a pastor, too. Yeah, that's... We'll talk about that biggest, another time. That's the biggest lie that they ever created. But that's a whole other show that we're going to do. Oh, facts. But, um, yeah. So my thing is... Um, we're talking about men here, y'all. Yeah. So just to keep be clear. My thing is... I feel it's very important for the man to understand that his responsibility and him being strong mm -hmm. in God before anything else. Oh, that's so good. Um, I ain't that's good. It's the truth. You know, it's it's so much like the world, the culture mm -hmm. puts so much on y'all back. Mm -hmm. And it's a heavy load to like carry. What? Name a few things, please. What type of stuff well, are they putting on our backs? The man's supposed to pay all the bills mm -hmm. and take care of all the kids, even if the kids ain't here. Oh, we got to come back to that. And shouldn't have. <laughs> Hold on. Even and, what? Even if the kids ain't his, and they should take the take the responsibility of the father, but not the the word <sighs> take the responsibilities but not the uh god i, I understand what you're saying but yeah. trying to communicate yeah so mm -hmm. he can have he can have what it feels like but not what it looks like Fact. meaning yeah. yeah you want me to take care of these children you know i ain't the daddy all that you want them to be right you want them to be well mentally well you want them dressed well you want them all that well but then you only giving me a certain level of control or a certain level of ownership. Right. Like, for, like real deal ownership. Like, yeah, you want me to be the dad and the father really when it's kind of convenient. Right. But when I'm really trying to, well, I want them to do this. Well, I don't want them to do that mm -hmm. because of this, 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 and that. 
Well, you know, and in my mind, anytime women throw that, well, they my kids. Yeah. Well, they my, you know, even if it ain't like a straight direct joke, but in, in general language, what well, well, my, you know, my, well, hold on, which one is it? Is they yours or they ours? Because you want to be technical, they're yours and they're his, but you want me here. Yeah. So what it is? Well, you know, I have a lot. Fix it, Jesus, the wheel right here. I have <laughs> I have a lot to say about that. I, I, I literally feel like sometimes you need to be like, oh, you right, they ain't mine, they yours. I... Mm. And then... Hold on, what was that, that love? Goes. What you just... That was like, all right, Captain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so if a man actually says that, then that creates a whole nother yeah, let, let, let's situation see, or argument. Let's see what you and no, it's this is the thing. The biggest thing that I learned from my my stepfather, he told me it takes two people to argue. Mm-hmm. So you ain't gotta argue. You can let the girl be the bumbling fool by herself. Mm. Yeah, I heard that, fellas. Um, simply saying, like, because I just feel like we go into things where, yeah, God put so-and-so in my life. Mm-hmm. But yet, God did that, but he didn't allow, he allowed you to, him to take care of you, but he didn't allow him to give them direction. He didn't allow him, them, him to speak to the kids. And, and tell them what is necessary and what he'd expect of them. You know, it, it can be double-sided. Like, you can't say, you know, you can pay the bills and you can buy my kids shoes and clothes and food, but you can't say nothing to them <clears throat> when they're wrong. <clears throat> where do you think that come? What does that come, you that's know, culture. where did that come from? That's culture. Oh. That's culture crap. Culture crap. It's not accepted. I like that. I'm about to write that down. Uh-huh. So, we're talking about men, and I asked you, because I want to try to stay on task enough. You said, I like that culture crap, though. We're going to have to use that. That's going to be our. So, you were saying, men, the society puts a lot of stuff on our back, a lot of burdens, and you start just sharing some of those burdens. And all of those are factual. Um, So, do you remember where else you were going with that before yeah. you started talking about that? So, my whole thing, the reason I'm, I'm stating that, because whew, we started out just having a conversation about women propelling men to mm-hmm. where they need to go. And I think that it's a, it's a whole, um, I want to say, plan. It's a whole... Uh, I don't know, where's my words today? Jesus, fix it, Lord. <laughs> Please, give it to me. No, it, it's, a, it's a whole plan. So whatever, if you feel like a man, a man is brought into your life as a woman, right? And a lot of women feel like, oh, I made you, right? You might have sparked interest. You might have turned on the light bulb. But the only person that can make you is God. Mm. And so, with, with that part being said, now that the man is being made by God and listening to the word of God, and he comes into your life and you have children, and the responsibility is put on the man to take care of the household and all the children within there, 
and all the responsibilities that come with that. What do you do as a woman? Mm -hmm. Do you allow him to be the man God said for him to be? <clears throat> God trusted this man, men, to name every animal. Mm. And, and, and to take care of the garden and to go, like, That's who good. knows what yeah, yeah, more. Yeah. But just to say, if after he named the animal, and you eat over here, and you should swim over here, and you should do the, you, you get what I'm saying? He gave Adam domain over the earth's animals and so on and so forth. Dominion. Dominion, excuse me. In his domain. In his domain. That's good. Thank, thank you for the correction. <laughs> Dominion in his domain. Yeah. So, with that being said, now a man comes into your life. Oh, this is, thank you, Jesus. A man comes into your life. You are God's, not you as a man. Me, I am God's domain. You come into my life, right? He gives you dominion over me. Think about this part. Simply because I am the rib and I come from you. Okay. Now, your your dominion your dominion is over whatever is surrounding me because mm -hmm. I'm supposed to follow you. Mm -hmm. Now, prayfully, <laughs> your head is where it needs to be with God. Big point we'll talk about. Women do not follow men if their head is not with God the right way. Simply because pray about it. Simply because you follow a man that's lost, and guess what? You're lost too. That's just a side note, sidebar. But taking it back to the children, if he brought you in the life, he also, like he, just using you, say he brought you in my life. Let's clarify real quick. Uh -huh. These are children from previous relationships. Yeah, children that don't belong to you. Which is a big difference. Children that don't belong to you. Because it's automatically um, what I've seen men do. If the child belongs to them, they have no problem with saying something to them or disciplining them. Mm -hmm. That is that's not a problem. And the mother will allow that to happen. But if they go to discipline another child that they don't um, didn't, didn't buy a lot, yeah, yeah, put in their seed, <laughs> um, then the mother might have something to say. But yet. She doesn't have nothing to say if she wants you to buy. And it comes to provision. Anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you said you believe that's cultural crap. Why so? Because that's not what God wants it to be. Mm. And I think if he's raising up families and he's raising up men. Let me first say this. He's raising up men. Mm -hmm. And within that, it's just. It's, Let's go there. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> within that. Um. He's raising the leaders, the leaders of the house. Mm -hmm. We are the we are the helpmate. Mm -hmm. We will follow our leader, and it, it, it it's going. You know, people will be like Tracy, you put me back three hundred years, and I'm be like, you know, that's not true. The truth mm -hmm. is, um, I de I definitely feel like we complete y'all, and we become one, but to even become one you have to move with the understanding you have, like no matter what your decision is mm -hmm. we have to stand together on that um the free range as far as the kids if there's any problem and the, the, the way the 
culture has that is okay, these my kids, I'm gonna run mine and you can run yours. Mm. But that's a corrupt household. And so if God doesn't deal in corruption, then how can we run a household in that manner? So anything that's ran in corruption, God ain't in it. So we gotta fix it to make it it run like God wants it to, nice and smooth. And mm. that's the way, you know, that's the way God wants it to be. Alright. So with all that said, because it's a few things there. This is this is where I've been, I mean, really mulling over, over and over, meditating, looking at the realities of manhood. Uh, because I always try to be just, I don't want to just speak from my feelings about stuff. I try to look at stuff from a truth standpoint. And I look at, like, I always try to be just when I'm when I'm judging stuff. You know, I always try to look at all angles. Cause the reality is women do go through a lot. Mm -hmm. Women do uh, you know, take care of the children and um in a lot of cases, you know, taking care of the children, some of them still working. Every household's different, you know, doing all these things and women do a lot of work and there's have there have been more conversations being brought up where a woman taking care of children in the household is like working two jobs or two and a half jobs. Like I seen that, you know, on a yeah, talk show or something like that. It's hard. It's a lot. It's real. But then, but then, I also look at the reality of manhood mm -hmm. from a few standpoints. Let's say blue collar worker, hard worker. Mm -hmm. Then you got businessman, executive. Like it's different. It's different strokes for different folks. Mm -hmm. So let's say you got a guy who you know, uh, doing construction, $25 out, $27 out, out there in the elements. Yeah. Let's, let's go there. Let's, let's paint this picture because I never take nothing away from a woman, but I am a man. I've lived my life. I've lived life, and I'm, I know what I'm talking about also. So let's say, all right, you get some decent money. Mm -hmm. You in the elements, mm -hmm. providing for your family. When it's cold, you cold, you out there. When it's hot, you hot, you out there. If yeah. it's dusty, it's rainy, whatever, you out there to provide for your family. Dusty. You know, you bring home the bacon. As they say, you bring home, you right, know, the woman the chilling, you know, so forth and so on. But then, if I'm totally honest, because I was thinking about this for this show, I'm not going to pull no punches. I'm going to really paint this picture. And we ain't talking about exceptions as much as we're talking about rules. Let's just say yeah. a man go through this, especially, especially, now again, everybody different, but I'm going to speak my truth and just speak on this, especially when you're coming into a, a situation where uh, it's a blended family, where you come in to take, because, see, one of the main things people got to realize, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, <laughs> like, one of the things you got to realize, a man's true, a man's perspective is different. And a lot of times women try to speak on situations thinking they know what they're talking about, but they're still speaking from a woman's from standpoint, not a perspective. Yeah. You think you're speaking from a man's, and you're thinking you're speaking yeah. truth, and you're thinking that you're speaking, you know, but you, you're not. Well, I think I don't, he don't, we don't care what you think. Ooh. That don't mean that it's the truth. Do you think it's possible for a woman to speak from a man's perspective? No, not really. And 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 I would say, mm -hmm. 
more not than than more no than yes. Some things yes, because I think as human beings we can kind of relate to varying degrees, mm -hmm. but overall no. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And this is why I say that. People always talk about gender roles and equality. Gender roles and equality. Well, they usually do want that when it's favorable. Mm -hmm. So let's look at this. Put yourself in the shoes of a man who come. This woman got three children. Now, we're going to go, we're going to hit all these bases. For whatever reason, he chooses, for whatever reason, he chooses to take on this woman. Because I'd have heard it growing up. Well, you know, we a package deal. Like, I'm ready to get some wonderful, <laughs> Lord help me, Jesus. This is a package deal. Cool. So he, de he decides that he loves this woman enough to take on the responsibility of another man's children. Mm -hmm. I don't care what a person, that's how men look at it. This is another man's child. Now, it could have been a marriage. And could have been, um, she could have been widowed. That's a reality. Then you got, it could have been a divorce. That's a reality. Then you could have out of wedlock. That's a reality. So for a man who is, and here go all these little sidebars. Well, is he all together? Do we got his stuff together? Is his credit good? Is his money good? Is it, you know, so it's like a man has to build himself up in all of these areas to be, quote, unquote, worthy enough. Because this is how this goes. I could be saying all that I'm saying, knowing the direction I'm going. Well, what if she got her own? Well, what if she, it's the attitude. Why are you giving me attitude? Why we just can't speak without attitude? I don't have, I'm just sharing my truth. You can share, but what if she got her stuff together? What if she this and what if she that? Do he got his stuff together? Is he doing good? Do he got a car? Do he got a house? Is all this? So that shows that we're required and expected to have all these boxes checked and be in a situation to bring enough value for her to say, yeah, you can lead me. Yeah, you can take but care of me and these children. Yeah, that's not the things that um, qualify you to lead. I feel like those are not the things that where they should be looking at. And I feel like, again... Speak on that. That's, that's that culture crap. Mm. <laughs> um, because what they need to be looking for is not looking for the... Oh, my goodness. First of all, as women... We need to first seek within and make sure we right. Mm. We looking for somebody to have all this and we what we get. Wow. I appreciate you saying what that more than you know. I really do appreciate you saying that. And then that. on top of that, when they give all of these qualifications that I'm I'm looking for a man and that's why a lot of women still single. Mm. You know? Um, what are you looking for? Because literally, oh my goodness. Everybody, Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve. When you hear people talk about, it, yeah, Adam and Eve, mm -hmm. Eve, da da da, da and you know, I, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the woman, and I'm supposed to have my Adam, or I'm supposed to have my Boaz. I'm Ruth. Yeah, Boaz, Ruth. Um, <laughs> wow. Boaz had money, yes, land, so on and so forth. Are you Ruth? But Boaz also had a humble heart. Boaz. Boaz was definitely um, I want to say Boaz 
is an example mm-hmm. of what people, when they put it out there, they put them out there as, I want a Boaz mm-hmm. as a rich man. Okay. You know, so that's, I want a man with a lot of money. Boaz had a humble heart, a loving heart, a mm-hmm. care, like he loved Ruth. Okay. I need to read that story more. Matter of fact, loving Ruth like you should love the church. One of the qualifications of what men should do with their woman. Love them. Like they love Christ the church. Christ love the church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if that's the case. Keep going. Uh-oh. I'm glad you, no, no, no. Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah, 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 yeah. So. Love like church. I'm glad you said that because this, this goes to what, this kind of goes to what I was saying and what was on my heart. This stuff was heavy on my heart. And again, I ain't crying and whining about it because it really is what it is, but I want to put it out there and try to navigate by God's grace and his spirit to begin to shift things for both parties. And this is what I mean by that. First of all, and again, I come from a single mother family, so I love my single mamas, but I'm going to speak my truth too. Respectfully take it how you want to take it. I love you all. It is what it is. Not the I mean, hey, did Ruth have children? I don't remember the story. No, did Ruth? Okay. Didn't have kids. All right. So a lot of women want Boaz, but they ain't even Ruth. Well, this is my thing. Is at the end of the day. I want to finish that, but go ahead. Well, go ahead. You can finish that. I won't. Just because a woman has children does. N- Y'all put a fallen rock. Yeah, because <laughs> I want to I speak my truth. I don't want to try well, to, you well, know what I'm is, saying? I don't want to just say what's culturally about. accepted. This is what the show is oh, about. Oh, he's a pastor. He's yeah. a man of God. You're you good. speak yeah, your truth. Right. I speak my truth. Mm-hmm. And then the truth, God's truth. For sure. All right. One, all men are different, just like all women are different. But in the most, in the most general sense, even from a historical traditional standpoint, because that's where we had more... In my mind, looking at the scripture, that's where things were better, quote-unquote better, Mm -hmm. from a more traditional, more historical standpoint. In a man's eyes, purity outweighs so much. It don't matter how much money a woman got. In a man's eyes, in the most general sense, a man desires purity. So in a man's mind and eyes, now of course some dudes like, well, I don't care about that, bro. I don't want to call him a simp, but he got simp tendencies, if you ask me. A simp? Simp for women and all. Well, you just, well, you almost emasculate yourself to just please a woman type of deal. You just simping for women. We're like, oh, it's all about what you want, baby. We're just going to do what you want, baby. The happy wife, happy life type of stuff is, mm. is, been, is based generally like simping. Not that a man should rule over a woman and chick, you do this. Chick. A real true man at his core and a godly man, it ain't like that. Mm-hmm. It ain't never been like, oh, you just going to do what I say. It ain't like, no. But when you look at a situation where a woman is bringing one or two or three children, especially if it's out of wedlock, it's always in his mind. Even though he can grow to love them, he can, listen to what I'm saying, he can grow to love them. In his heart of heart, he knows the dynamics associated with that. Whereas like, 
I'm gonna say this with the caveat. A man who, and this is just what I've experienced. This is what I've seen in 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 comments. This is what I've seen in Reddit. This is what I've seen by real men sharing their hearts. Because one, we already know is a hard thing to share our hearts because when we share our hearts, it's used against us. That's why a lot of men don't talk anyway, which was like about episode one. So a lot of the stuff that men really be thinking and really be feeling and really be struggling with and dealing with, we keep it to ourselves because once we say it, we either weak, we whining, we complaining, we need to get over it, and that is the perpetual cycle that we even talking about right now. But, but I say all of that to say a man knows even though we're supposed to be one, when it comes to children, we're almost always second. We're almost always second. We can, woman can try to say, no, you ain't, baby. It's just you. But we know, we've lived, we've seen, I come second. As I bend up, ball up in the And see, look, because it's just the truth. So when I write down, even on my notes, I do got a few talking points. I said, sacrificial life that's what they say at the bottom where a man has to almost internalize and one thing i've i've never been a person that just want to have pity parties and sorrow that just ain't even my character that ain't even my nature but i've had to face the true reality of my sacrificial nature as a man and y'all men i know y'all feeling me out there that's listening so put it in the comments do whatever make sure you share this but this is the reality Even though women go hard, and some women say, well, I'm going to feed the kids first. I'm going to feed my husband first, then I eat. I'm going to do this first, and then I'm going to do that first, and then I eat. I respect that, and I appreciate that. And that may be a level of womanhood, but it also may be a level of how they was raised in servanthood. I don't know. You can speak to that. But this is what I'm going to say. When a man knows that it might be a situation where he might have to literally give his life mm -hmm. for his children, for his wife, all of that, build all of this, and then die. Let's just say a man died, and now another man came and took that woman. Now he got everything you have built. This, any real man who's looking at life, who's looking at future, who's looking at reality will think these things, like, in some regard, or hear it from somebody older. You build all this. You struggle all this. The man is always, you know, sacrificing to make sure everybody's good and everything is great and comfortable for the woman. And then, what if he do die? Another man just comes and whoop. Well, this is the, you know. What's your thoughts on that? This is the biggest thing. So, at the end of the day, um, if you're building together, that's it goes all the way back to what I was saying about us becoming one. And about how when you're looking for a mate, you don't an already person that already built themselves and up where they need to everybody that's up where they need to be, mm -hmm. men that's I, I wanna grow with my man. Because oh, that way that. when when you grow, okay, mm -hmm. so if I am your helpmate and mm -hmm. I am your rib, and we grow together, and we become one, then that means we are rooted together. Word. I like that. And because we're rooted together, the, whatever we grow, ooh, back to where we, whatever we grow, whatever we put our hands into, our seeds into, mm -hmm. whatever we do, shall, shall actually become something that we both can benefit of. Just, just even, even if, even if, and God knows, 
we're not even going to speak those things because we ain't speaking no divorce, separation, mm-hmm. or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But even if you're not the father of all the children, mm-hmm. they're not, they're going to feel so much so that we're so rooted together that they ain't going to know no different. That's how it should be, regardless of anything. Some things. It, it, it gets so sensitive because some things um, we deal with, some things we deal with in life, we, we tend to put our, our Christian side aside mm-hmm. and let the world side take over. Mm-hmm. And so when you start to do that, when you choose the other over where you should be walking, your Christian walk, um, confusion almost always mm-hmm. become a part of the relationship, the friendship, the the parenting, the, mm-hmm. any any facet of that relationship. So God's way is always better. God, yeah, always. Or, or, so and, and always mm-hmm. always asking always asking him for what you need if you need more understanding. Mm-hmm. God, I don't understand why he's saying blah 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 or why he feel blah blah blah. Can you help me with this? And then next day, you know, you'll be like, you'll see the maid will come in. Babe, I, you know, you might not be understanding this, but let me tell you. And then you be like, oh, God, yeah. So you're saying bring God into those everyday situations? All the time. Now, did you make that statement because of what I said or just overall because Over, this overall. is how? Yeah. yeah, so overall, I'm saying I'm speaking overall, not not just, you know, what you said, but including with what you said, but overall, because mm-hmm. I'm a strong believer in if God gave it to you, God's the one that's going to fix it. Mm-hmm. Not that person. God is going to fix it. So you'd be like, God, you told me he was going to do this, this, mm-hmm. this, and this. And he was this, this, and this, and this. So I need you. I need your help. Word. And I think that when you look at original design of things, mm-hmm. you know, because I like, I really like that culture crap, John. That's that's tough because it's it's true. But me and you did talk about this many times. But like, just like we said in the other episode, and I stand on that. People don't want to deal with the consequences that come with. Like right. now. When it comes to multiple children and well, I ain't, I ain't, I'm just speaking, y'all. I ain't trying to wound nobody and all that. I'm just speaking from a man's standpoint on the reality because every situation is different. You know, you got some guys, they, they got a gang of baby mamas, a gang of children. Yeah, but it's never the same. It's, I'm, it's not I'm the so same. glad you said that. Yeah. So watch this. I'm pr- I appreciate you saying that because in my mind I know that and I was gonna say, but it's still a difference though. Yeah, it's a difference. That, it's a difference. So and this is to help prepare the people of God for anybody out there that's listening. Our goal is to help shift this thing to help people. This ain't about shaming nobody, this ain't about damaging nobody, this ain't about this ain't about none of that. But I believe these real-world conversations need to be had, especially from a Christian perspective. Because right. that's what we talked about on our last episode, the reality of destiny. 
Now, clearly, if either party got multiple children and God bring a mate into your life, then he got a purpose and plan that y'all will fulfill together. Right. Now, our goal is to say, hey, if you're not married yet, if you don't have children yet, if you don't have this yet, mm -hmm. spend time, invest time on getting your relationship with the Lord right. Invest on getting your mental health right. Invest on getting your regular health right. Invest on getting your finances right. Like, if you ain't got nobody, hallelujah. <laughs> I promise you, invest that time. Because people be quick to, you know, especially now, like, we live in a hookup culture. You know what I'm saying? Where people got Tinder and Bubble or Bumblebee or whatever the junk was called. Like, I ain't never did none of them junk. That's funny. We old school, man. Black Planet. Y'all don't know nothing about that black planet, man. I always felt like my space he was then. desperate. I feel like if you met anybody. I, I, that's just my thought. Mm -hmm. I always felt like if you met anybody on on the internet, like mm -hmm. you was desperate. Now don't get it twisted. Probably oh, if, no. if we had them game shows back in my day, I probably would have went on a game show uh -huh. or a reality show just because <laughs> that's my personality. Yeah, yeah. But literally finding love on there and letting loose and I think it's the ease though more than the personally I think it's the ease more than desperate like I'm at right like right now we sitting recording I can pick my phone up and order some food it come to the dope right now and I, I feel like that's lazy <laughs> for sure I ain't knocking that though one of the seven, seven deadly sins I mean I feel like yeah no it, it it's not good it's convenience it, it's convenience but it's like the when does it become a crush? The uh -huh. internet is the open door to hell. And heaven. I said, once again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I understand what she's saying, but I understand what I'm saying. In my Martin Luther King voice. <laughs> I have a dream that one day the World Wide Web will be closed down. Or that no more demons shall come out of that death. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 I think the internet is neutral. Not to get off on that tangent though, because the same way we're using it right now to uplift I mean, the kingdom it could of God. Be, yeah, now I was, I was really being, um, you know, facetious. I feel like it's on both ends. Yeah, you know? like money is neutral. Money it, is not good or evil. It's it's balanced, it's but it definitely opened the door to a lot more things that yes, could that happen. Is absolutely, yeah. true, without so, question. So you know, but at the end of the day, um, I feel like. What I, what I was saying about the the standards, the women has standards about the men. Mm. I feel like at the end of the day, if you definitely work on yourself. Please do. You definitely work on yourself, mind, body, and soul. And become happy with yourself. Word. Learn your, your trauma triggers. Absolutely. Fix your trauma. Mm -hmm. Go seek a therapist before you bring all that trash. Especially Baggage. if you don't have no kids. Do it before you have kids so you yeah. won't take your kids through that. Yes, very good. That's a happy family when there's no turmoil and trauma in mm. the mix of it. Wow. You know, and, and, and learn your mate. Learn the things that make them tick. Because both of y'all have to compromise. And I feel yeah. like men are always made to compromise all the time thank you for saying it more not, than women in yeah. my opinion they're gonna write and but that's that's what i'm saying so crap. so when i'm speaking on this stuff this is what i'm talking about Coach like crap. it's difficult not to feel a way when you know this is your reality it's right. difficult not to feel a way when you know this is your reality and again i ain't taking none away from women i'm not 
that's that's why I want to make clear. Like, I'm not trying to take away nothing from women, but I'm here to speak up for men and yeah. speak to the reality of, as we just said. I don't think I want you, a bow ass. Go ahead. Yeah. Go, no, go ahead and finish. At the end of the day, um, I knew this instinctively, but I heard it on a podcast, which, which kind of awakened, brought it to the forefront, where uh-huh. a man has to create and build value, but a woman come with it just by being who she is. You could be born drop-dead gorgeous. You get invited to, to the front of the line at the club. All the dudes with money who done risked their life. Let's talk about, I mean, we both been in the streets, so kind of almost default speak, speech from a street standpoint. But a girl can say, this, this, this is, <laughs> I'm going to say this because this is what I just want to say. When I hear a woman say, oh, I dated the big drug dealers, I'd be like, so? My man had money. Okay. Because it's like, you ain't had to do nothing. Well, I used to date such and such, and he was the man. So what? Like, you ain't have to do nothing but be pretty, be thick, and just be you to, to get picked up. Like, no cap, though. But these are the real facts, though. Bro had to risk his life and, and do all this other stuff and all the other men that was doing whatever they had to do to create value. Girl, he got to have a car. You seen, bro, he got the ice on his wrist, the diamonds in his mouth or his ears, and the gold chains and the pocket full of money and all that, and he got power and respect because he had to work hard to build that image, to build that reputation, to build that money and to build that income. He had to put in work to become whoever he became to draw your eye. You ain't looking at dude in the club in the corner or, or maybe on the dance floor who ain't as fly, yeah. who got, you know, just one bill where your boy over here got bottles of Don P and he, they probably bottle. You ain't looking at dude over there who might love you for who you are, really treat you like a queen. You're looking at bro over here who, in most cases, even if you're the main junk, that's what you is, the main junk. That means he still got side jumps. Because it's difficult in the most general sense, especially from a worldly perspective, for a man to have that much power, respect, money, and just commit to one woman. Yeah, I think that's a... Let's go. I, <laughs> I mean, hey, a man live a... Hey, I'm just saying, a, brother, a man has to create value within himself to even be attractive enough, in the most general sense, to a woman. It ain't a whole lot of women, I believe, that's going to say what you said. Well, yeah, I want to build with my man. And I want to ask you truthfully. Because I know you tell the truth, but I'm just saying. <laughs> was that always your... St- was that always... Because I'm of the belief... Mm-hmm. I've lived it. And I'm of the belief that... More times than not... It comes from a woman. A woman says that who's had... Exp- oh, man. Y'all, I'm just speaking my truth. Y'all can take this... I'm of the I'm of the belief that that statement normally comes from a woman who's already had experiences, been with however many guys, but have been with the guy who had the money and remember how he treated her, been with the dude who had the cars and this how she treated. I'm of the belief that women that have had experiences already, they say that. I don't really believe that a woman coming with a, 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 a blank slate, so to speak, is willing to go through the struggle of building with her man uh, to try to get greatness because she sees some type of potential and all that. That's my person. I've been around it. 
over and over and over and over again. But everybody's different. I'm just sharing what I've been through. Mm-hmm. Women that normally say that, then been there, and they're like, mm, I think I'll try to deal with the guy now who ain't got so much money because then he'll treat me different. Then we can build together. What's your thought? So I'm just a different species. <laughs> and so I've always been that type of person that want to build, want to learn together, um, go through tough times. Protect her, y'all. She's an endangered species. <laughs> I, I, that's just who I am. Um, now, life happens, and so it might push you away, but I always felt like, <laughs> I don't know, man, I always feel like that, you know, God got something for me, and with the with the men, it's not if it's not about what they bring to the table because we can bring it to the table together, and I feel like it's more important and more more important and 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 more appreciated if we do it together, versus he do everything. You know, um, I just happen to be married to a man that loves to provide and be there and and do it. And feel like he, he has a responsibility as a male to do this, mm-hmm. this, and this. And, and I appreciate that. But I also feel like I have a responsibility as his wife to do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. To, to be on the thought of, prepare. So, like, we rent at this point in time. So, just saying, like, he's looking for the pay the rent for months. And I'm looking for the pay the rent for months. So, Dad, we done clear the year. You get what I'm saying? And not that... I'm looking for to catch up with him. I'm looking for to carry it so that he don't. Mm. You know, that's that's where I'm at because because he is such a good guy. Because you know, I feel like that's both of our responsibility. It's not one sided. And you know, definitely if you know work got slow for him, then I catch his weight, and work got slow for me, he'll catch mine. I, 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 I've always <clears throat> felt that way. You know, um, and I think. That's things where you know that you really are. You gotta have a have a special something. Like you gotta really understand that mm-hmm. if if you do this, this will make your relationship grow. One, mm-hmm. make life easier. Now I ain't saying how to do sitting at home drinking Pepsi, eating <laughs> chips, and you know playing a game yeah. and not doing nothing else. He could be home doing something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If he's home. But I ain't saying him taking cold advantage of you or mm-hmm. you taking cold advantage of him. Bingo. What I'm saying is working together to achieve a common, common goal. goal. And that's, I'm so grateful, you know. Me and Tracy known each other for years, been working for the years, and, and we, we got know. such a connection. I <laughs> we do have a connection. <laughs> and, you know, the reality is, yes, that was one of the things that I was going to say. Mm-hmm. When you get rid of the culture crap, Mm-hmm. And really look at the purpose of marriage, the purpose of union, the purpose of the purpose. Like life is filled with purpose. This microphone that's in front of my face, the only reason it exists is to capture my voice and transmute it into this device, which then goes into other devices to spread our message. That's the only reason it's here. The only reason. So I mean, yeah, you can bust somebody in the head with it, and you can. Throw it through a window to get through the window and all that. Not with that That's not what it's for. <laughs> That's not what it's for. So a lot of times it's like, yeah. this is why we harp on purpose so importantly and intensively. Not from a 
purpose-driven life. Uh, not from that funny type of, st but real talk. Your purpose in God is the most important thing that there should be to you. Right. After your relationship with the Lord. Your relationship with the Lord, your purpose, and, you know, put them in order from there. Why? And you can say, where's my kids? Where's my... Sp you can say all that, and that's fine, but if you live your whole life to please someone else and you didn't do what God called, well, well, your family is your first ministry. That sounds good, too. And I ain't saying that it ain't important, but what if your wife was a hindrance? Excuse me. What if your husband became a hindrance? Why? Well, you can't say that if God put you together. Well, I don't know if you be looking at the scripture in real life, but you do realize that Lot's wife was with Lot, and they was running, and she chose, she chose for whatever reason, to roll them dice, and she hit snake ass. She crapped out. This is, this is the thing. Let me give you this picture. Come on, babe. All right, honey, I'm coming. He running up the hill. Poosh. Poosh. Boom. Boom. This, this is balls of fire. Poosh. Going back. Poosh. Do you gotta look back? Wow. Do you need to look back to know that you just got out of somewhere that you shouldn't have been in in the first place? But all I tell you is don't look back. What? What you mean don't? Man, ain't nothing gonna happen. And now... Salt bait. <laughs> that was the first became, salt bait. That's not funny. <laughs> now, now, now you became a whole salt cave for yourself. Himalayan salt. Oh, Lord. I mean, it, it's not funny that she turned to salt. No, it ain't. But it's sad. Because she had that choice. That... That short, that one choice mm. could mean the, the difference between life and death. Yeah. Do you think I need to, I could be thinking about this is the thing. God said, don't look back. He ain't tell you when. He ain't tell you how long. None of that. That just don't look back. Don't think about it. Don't go back. None. That way. Head straight. Go that way. Do you think I'm going to look back? I already know they're burning up. <clears throat> I got my kids and my husband. Wow. And God is leading me. And there's actually two angels in front of you also. Oh, and two, two angels. real angels from heaven. They, they can't, that I was about to be with them other people if, if Abraham ain't speak up. Wow. I like the way you paint that picture. Because sometimes we really need to really paint the well, jump to look at it. Like. I, I told you I'm so visual, right? Yeah, so yeah. I was just. I was just thinking, and I was just saying, poosh. Yeah. Like, see the, the balls are, Real talk. Oh, my God. We got to get out of here. Like, run it, run it. Yeah, run it. Run it to salvation. And not making it because you want to look back at people. And imagine how he back. felt, y'all. That's what I'm saying. Imagine how Lot felt. His baby. I mean, that was still his wife, y'all. And now she a pillar yeah. of salt. Not, not only that it, it his, his baby. Not only that it was his wife. He stuck with his wife because he he left Abraham to go with it. Like they went to That's Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm -hmm. He he. All right, Abraham. I know you brought me up here, and I know you got favor with God. <laughs> but I'm gonna take and, this part. <laughs> and 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 God never said. This is the funny part of this. God never said, "Hey Abraham, you come on, you leave your family." And, oh, matter of fact, bring Lot. Now Lot wasn't even part of the plan. 
Lot came along. Yeah, go ahead. All right, we're good. Go ahead. Check. What? Check me. Yeah, I'll check. I'll check. Yeah, check. I'm, no, I'm just saying. Lot came along. Lot wasn't a part of the plan. Like, God, Abraham, I want you to do this, 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 and this. He ain't never said, Abraham, I want you to do this, 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 and this. Oh, by the way, bring, bring Lot. Bring your nephew. <laughs> right. He ain't said that. Abraham bought Lot. Mm-hmm. Lot, wife, became a casualty. Mm. A liability. <laughs> Facts. And so that, it just, it just shows you, and, and, and God let him bring his nephew. So that goes back to, ultimately, you obey God above all. Because this is a lot of stuff you hear. Well, you know my wife and you know my children. And although they are important, I never say that they won't. Don't nothing supersede All God's plans and purposes and what he said for your life. Hold on. Now, now, I'm going to need you to say that one more time. What? Your children and your spouse do not supersede whatever you know in your heart of heart that God has ordained for your life. What does that do for you? I mean, for who? Is that yeah. rhetorical? I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, endang- <laughs> I'm a endangered species. I'm different. I love my wife. I love my children. But this is this is real talk, and y'all can feel how y'all want to feel out there in radio world, in podcast, podcast world, world. YouTube world, Instagram. If I if 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 it was that serious, mm-hmm. which ultimately it is. And God was telling me something. I would leave my wife and children to go do what God called me to do. do you Prayerfully, he would situate it that I can come back to them. But, and I'm not just, I don't care if y'all believe me or not. You know, I, I mean, I don't. One thing about it, it's amazing how your life, as we said in the last episode, prepares you for more. Y'all got to realize, I was 17 when I joined the military. Two weeks out of high school, I'm gone. I'm not no mama's boy. I love my mama. I'm the oldest boy, but I won't never know mama's boy. Uh, had that, you know, attachment to that degree where I can't be without her. Like, So I believe, personally, some of those experiences help instill that in me. Like, I mean, literally two weeks after graduation, I'm in basic training, and I was gone away from home for nine weeks. Then came back to Virginia, I seen my mama. But then I was away from home for 13 weeks. So 22 weeks away from home, I did come. Because I was down the street from Richmond, I could come back and forth home uh, when we started getting our passes. But I lived 22 weeks away from home. When I finished AIT, literally the day I came home from AIT, which is Advanced Individual Training, it's, it's your school after boot camp. Literally, the day that I came back to Richmond, my unit was in the drill hall finna go overseas. For whatever reason, they gave me a choice to go or not go. I didn't go, so I did miss a few months, but then I went and caught up with them some months later. So as soon as I came home, I was home for a few months. Then I went on my first tour overseas, which was Kuwait. Then I came home, and then I still found myself in Iraq about a year a year and a half after that. So I spent so much time away from home and separated from my family in the in the those uh premium year or those years, you know what I'm saying, where I'm becoming a man, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, where there's something in me for, to my core about duty. That's just me. Everybody that went might not be like that whatever, but it's like God used the military 
to instill the sense of duty and purpose in me at a young age. They, they brainwash you. Mission first, mission first, mission first, mission first. Your homeboy died beside you or whatever, whatever. You still got to complete the mission, man. You still got to complete the mission. So if my wife tripping or my children tripping or they becoming a hindrance, I answer to God if I allow them to be a hindrance. Well, you need to see, here go the side jump that people be tripping. This way I be like, just people be blowing it sometimes. Well, you should have your house together in such a way that they want to come. Where everything should be right. Well, you, man, just shut up. You know what I'm saying? Clearly, it don't always work out that way. If we just had a man, his wife, and children running for their lives with angels in front of them, and this woman turned around. She turned around and looked, and she knew. So it ain't always cut and dry for people to just say, oh, it should be like this. My wife is her own person, and yes, she loves God, and she know what it is. But if she allow her flesh or spirit or whatever to happen, or she felt I was tripping or I was tripping or whatever the case was, if we know we got clear instructions on something that God is saying to do, it won't that Eve ate the fruit. The fall ain't happened till Adam ate the fruit. I'm going to say that if y'all missed it. Eve ate the fruit. Nothing happened. Was it wrong? Yes. Was she supposed to do it? No. Would they, but they, had, would they have been put? They wouldn't have got put out because they weren't about her. I mean, this is why I be saying y'all talk about equal. It ain't equal. These are, we, are, we can be one, but there does not necessarily mean inequality. And people yeah, can butcher that. And that's so. And Go ahead. That, and I, I'm sorry, but that, that, I do not mean that we're equal. That's not what I. No, mean. you don't. Yeah, I know yeah. that because me and you but talk. That's, but, but that's why I'm Yeah, saying. that's the consensus in the, you know what I'm saying, culturally. You know, when it comes to a true spiritual, biblical principle and perspective, we ain't equal, man. You know what I'm saying? That don't mean a man, again, coming in, ruling with the iron fist and all that. But at the end of the day, when hell freaking breaks loose, God ain't going to the woman. Uh-oh. He ain't going to her. He, was, he said, Adam, what did you do? I told you don't, and you ate. So because you ate, now A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You know what I'm saying? That don't mean a woman can't. See, it's a lot of, it's some, it's some straight raw truth, and then you got the little caveats and sidebar. That don't mean a woman won't be truly spiritual, filled with the Holy Ghost. Tracy be having visions, and she got a lot of amazing super gifts and all this cool stuff. It is what it is. I know other women of God that got some amazing cool gifts and stuff for, God, for, for the purposes that God got for them. But still, in a marriage, there is a, uh, what's the word in the military? Uh, chain of command. In the spirit, there is a chain of command. Yeah. In the spirit realm, which don't give two craps about how you feel or what you think or what you believe. In the spirit realm, rules are rules, or in, in structure is structure. In the spirit, if a woman ain't got no husband, that's why, oh man, y'all ain't ready for this, don't man. Speak it. <sighs> y'all ain't ready for this. Let me sip this water first. In the spirit realm, watch this. Yeah. When you look at the original design and the way things went. Mm -hmm. This is the way it's supposed to go. Is it this way? No. 
has sinned and 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 all this other crap made it bad and wrong and mixed up and confused, yes. But when you look at the original plans and the way that things went, a husband and a, a husband and wife was together and they had a daughter. And once I said, you can be like, oh, you're right. Because I heard this joke listening to the Bible one day and I was like, oh my God, it's right there, it's in the Bible. Long story short, a woman is to always be covered. A woman is always covered. <laughs> she closed her coat up. A woman is to always be covered. And this is what I mean. Before a, 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 a young woman, watch this, is given away. Given away in marriage by the father. Hello, y'all. The father gives away his daughter to another qualified man. They go back to what I was saying. Even the fathers know you're going to get a man with substance. You're going to get a man that can protect you, take care of you, and build a family. It's a whole other conversation we'll have. So the father judges the man. That's what we said the other time when I said on our last episode, having people of accountability and structure and quality in your life to say, no, nah, young brother, you need to get yourself together. Why? You want to have a woman, you want to take care of her properly. So if a father looks at a man and says, no, you're not fit. Man to man, Negro, you ain't fit to take my daughter. You know what I'm saying? You ain't finna have my daughter. That's why it's so mixed up and crazy now. Women wouldn't be having all these children. Not because the mama ain't in her life, because the daddy ain't in her life. That's why I say the man is the pillar. Absolutely the woman is important. But the man, the patriarch, is the structure of the family. So when the man with vision, with honor, with integrity, with wisdom is, is properly stewarding his family, he would say, yes, young man, you can court my daughter. Yes, I see you got your stuff together. Yes, you got this going on. Yes, you got that going. I give my blessings for you to take my daughter. Word, word. Here's the wedding. Now, she goes from under her father's covering to under her husband's covering. You understand what I'm saying? So the woman is never unprotected in the spirit realm. And I'm going to be quiet. Praise God. So I just said all that to say, we work together. That's what Tracy said earlier. It's not about, oh, girl, I'm better than you. It ain't about, oh, dude, I'm better than you. I can do anything men can do, and we don't need y'all. That's from the enemy, man. If God created Adam and said, I'm going to give you a help meet, it is not good for man to be alone. That means they complement each other. Men, plenty of men come in women's lives and change their life. Come on, man. Stop playing. What? I know I didn't change some women's lives. I'm just being, I'm just being honest. You know what I'm saying? To share the wisdom that God gave me to, to point them in different directions. I see their giftings and I encourage them to tap into their gifts and all type of stuff, man. All type of stuff. It ain't about me. It ain't. I'm just saying. I, dis I dislike a lot of these narratives that continuously emasculate and weaken men and act like it's all about the woman. Yeah, and, and I mean, but the, 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 the craziest thing about it is 
that culture crap. <laughs> hey, that's the jank right there. They, they literally, um, they literally make that the way the world is now is that that's what it's all about. Oh, the woman is this. The woman is that. The woman is this. They, I even have people that did you know God is a woman? Bro. He said he made us in his image. Oh my God. So God is a woman. I said if you don't get out of my face. <laughs> but that's the. I like. When since first, when did the father become a woman? Hold on. First of all, I ain't never heard a woman voice. He not. He not. Tracy, go to wow. the right. Tracy, never. So if God is a woman, then you tell me the whole Bible is a lie. Mm. Because if God is a woman, then mm. guess what? The man ain't gonna be first. He's gonna be the woman first. <laughs> we would have been naming all the animals. And then they would have had some dumb names. <laughs> you crazy. Well, this is what I was gonna say. <laughs> when did the, when did Jesus say I prayed to my mama? And he gonna send the spirit. When did Jesus say, I'm about my mama's business? <laughs> I am about my mother's business. Let's go big, let's go deeper than that. If God was a woman, the devil would still be in heaven. <laughs> Uh-oh. You're a woman, so I'm gonna let you speak on, on your I'm gonna let, just let you talk. Because we give people opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. I knew he was crazy, but I ain't wanna leave him because I love him. He mean it. He my third ain't he mean it. Oh my lord. I love him. We're gonna give him another chain. Chance. And Michael said, but mom. <laughs> but mother. Hey, you wildin'. But mother. Not the English, the English, the British <laughs> yeah. accent. But mother. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't even get me started the on blind, that. The blind the blind hair angel. Alright, that's don't, enough. Don't yeah, don't do that. <laughs> That's we gonna enough. We're going to have a six-part series. Oh, man. So, look, though. Okay. I think this was a great episode. Um, and for oh, real, y'all... Huh? Oh. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, please comment. Please like, comment, share on YouTube and, and on the podcast. Just share this if you add value. Like, share your thoughts, share your hearts on the stuff Instagram. we talk about. IG, TikTok, you know, whatever, whatever. platform. We just want to... You know, what, what do you feel about that? Because, you know, I, I think it's a serious thing. Um, Men love women. Let me say this while it's on my heart. Okay. <clears throat> it's a it's an honor to be a man, be a man's man, be a good man. Because as you said, shout out to your husband. You know, it's there are innate things within us that's just the biological wiring and programming. Mm -hmm. That's why I talk about the reality of purity, the reality of... Because as a man, our makeup is to spread seed. Our makeup is to replenish the earth. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's never a personal disrespect to speak about the reality of... And I know people got babies and this happened and that happened. I'm, again... I ain't even going there. Whatever, y'all, for real. But what I'm saying is, as a man... We want to ensure paternity. Because the man's feelings ain't hurt when you think it's your baby. And it ain't your baby. You think it's his baby. And it ain't even his baby. It's that dude's baby. Your heart is ripped out, put on the ground, and rolled over. Like, the pain can't be explained. 
You know what I'm saying? That's a man's thing. You know what I'm saying? So we ain't even talking about all of that. But I said all that to say that these are the realities that men must face. And there's been a, uh, I don't want to say a resurgence, but a, there's been a new thing. You know, the manosphere and all. People are fighting for men now because we understand the reality and the difficulties of of living this life. So I want to empower young men, older men, first and foremost, give yourself to the Lord Jesus Christ. No matter what you're going through and been through, yeah. he will utilize that. He will bring you peace. He will bring you joy. Even though life has been hard and, can, and will continue to be hard in varying degrees, I can tell you firsthand that his peace literally surpasses your carnal understanding. I just told y'all I was being robbed in my place and I was at such a peace. It's like, how is this possible? It only, it came from God. So. Yeah, it was on the other episode. It was on the, uh, our special, our, <laughs> our special MLK episode. episode. Please tune into that. Already, because that one was fire. I just said all that to say, men love women. We love our women. We will give our lives for our women. Real talk. You know, uh, and it's all about the unification around a common goal and common vision. It's not the man want to rule over the woman. A good, truthful, truthful and honest man, not even godly, but especially godly, but a good, real, honest man knows he's not just taking, you know, you just do what I say because I do that. That ain't, that ain't, that's some old other stuff. Dude needs some healing. He need to get his stuff together. That ain't, that ain't it. And a good, godly, honest woman who knows her worth who understands will position herself accordingly and they work together to impact the world i also think that you have to keep in keep in mind at the end of the day putting god first will ultimately lead you the right way so that you can have the complete family that or the complete peace in your family that is needed yeah um never putting for, for women and men, never putting the man first or putting the woman first. Put God first, and then it'll fall in place. The rest Word. of it, the, not the kid second, but the God first, your maid second, and then your kids. <gasps> and I know then she the didn't world. say that. I did. I know a I woman did. ain't say that. No, you did I'm a woman woman. A woman woman. And my God is the father. Explain that real quick though. You yeah. can't leave us. You can't leave us hanging like what that. What you mean? Put the put your mate first, then the ch then the children. You got you well, got to speak on that before we leave. It's called divine order. Mm -hmm. And so what that look like though? It, it looks like it. Well, first of all, that's what God gonna do. That's how God gonna work it. So how, if you follow Him, like Lord, I need you. Da, 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 da. I'm, okay, Lord, what you need me to do? Da, 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 da. He gonna send you to your husband. He gonna get. He gonna keep you in the order if you follow him. So if you're confused about it, that's one. Two, all day long. I don't know. I'm just one of those people. Rare, rare breed, and, and for sure. But literally, you have to put your mate, husband, air quotes, husband, <laughs> before the children. And when you, and then your children next. So when you do anything with your children, have any issues with your children, y'all talk about it together. 
nobody breaking each other off or saying something that shouldn't be said without each other standing together, it becomes unified. Because once you're on the same page with your, with your husband, then you're gonna be on the same page with them together about the kids. So if you work it in that way, if you go that way, the father, your husband, then y'all on the same page, then you're gonna be on the same page with the kids. Mm. So it sounds like maybe <clears throat> kind of like, oh, man, it's deep. We'll, we'll have to talk about that. So it sounds like kind of like one being able to trust his judgment, come right. to a consensus, right. and you possibly get out your feelings enough to look at what may be true in that moment to compromise, to maybe even try something different in the way you want to do it? Well, you're not even getting out your feelings because you don't even have that kind of feelings if you, if you do it in the, in the chain of command. If you can consult God first, all, that, all the stuff that you need to have, all that peace and understanding, you're going to get from God. So when you, when you discuss it with your mate or things, you're going to get revelations that you might never saw before. Mm. Where God opens your eyes up to things, you're just like, oh. Is this real? This is real. What? So you've experienced this too? I did. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, no, because, because this, is, this is serious business. Yeah. You've been married. You've married. I'm married. And I know people be struggling in marriage and life and relationships, and it's like, you keep saying, well, put God first and put God, but you really mean it, and you've experienced what happened when right. you do it. So it's like, no, I'm serious. Pray about this, talk about that, and you can really get some results. I feel like even if, okay, so let's, let me give you a starter kit. For all those who are watching or listening, let me just give you a starter kit. The starter kit of, of, a, of a great married life or a beginning of a great married life. The starter kit is first, pray and ask God. Before he your husband, did you send him to me? That's good. That's the first thing. The second thing, after he your husband, pray and ask God. God, it's not working. It's something going on. He don't understand me. Can you get him more understanding of me? Can you give me more understanding of him? Mm. Can you show me, give me that some kind of direction what I need to do? Okay? That's second. Third, pray for yourself to be healthy. And when I mean, I mean this, and I'm on a, on a mental torment, trauma type of situation, if you go through any of that thing, which most of us do and have, pray to help God to help you through that so that you can go see therapy, seek therapy and go through a therapist and, and work through that because you want to be able to give your husband all of you and wow. the most vulnerable part of you to be able to be humble and so, you, you know, like let your guard down for your husband. Woo. And when you're doing it that way through God, it won't be a joke. Mm. It'll, be, it'll be serious serious to your husband enough that he sees the change. God's going to show him. All you got to do is ask God. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. I mean, I, I, I just seen so much, and I know that he will. So, But you need to ask. You need to pray. And, and, and that one 
in the Bible, that, that prayer, I just say, if you don't know no other prayer, you be like, I don't know how to pray. Learn the Lord's Prayer. If you don't say nothing else, I'll just say that. Say, remember that and learn it. Let, can we can we just say that so that just those who don't know the Lord's Prayer. And I know you're looking at me like the Lord. No, I was just going <laughs> to. I was going to hit you with one of them. Oh, okay. But, you know, um, I feel like that starting that off, you know, we have some people that's a little more crafty. But literally, how do you pray to God? The Lord's Prayer is sufficient. You can add on to it, but it's sufficient to start. And so just starting out that, building your relationship with God builds your relationship. And, oh, building your relationship with God is building your foundation for your family. Building the foundation for you, your husband, your kids, your uncle, your aunt, your mother, your father, all of that. It changes the game. Where things that you couldn't see before, you will now your eyes will be open to. So it's just basically the Lord's Prayer, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. <laughs> Lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For that is the kingdom, the power and the glory. Forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Matthew 6, 9 through 13. So, just take notes. If you, if it was a whole lot that we was talking about today, go back and listen to it and write down notes. You know, inbox <coughs> us, DM us, because it's, this is serious. We're trying to change the culture. Basically, pretty much. You know, we're trying to change that culture crap. And make <laughs> real talk and make culture obsolete, honestly, to make it God's kingdom, kingdom work. Yeah. Right. That's it. To make, get, get rid of the culture crap to change the kingdom culture. Or. Period. <laughs> Lean on me, clean. So, <laughs> we pray that y'all enjoyed this. Y'all was impacted. Uh, woo! It was a lot said on this show. Um, yeah. Like we said, like, comment, share, subscribe. Uh, follow, download these episodes. Share them with friends and family. Absolutely. Let us know which parts really stuck out to you and which which segments you... Uh, some of the stuff we talked about that we didn't get into that y'all want to hear about. Let us know. Let us know. Um, and we're going to keep on bringing the heat. Yeah. And building up this kingdom culture and get rid of the culture crap. We got some other stuff coming up too um i'm thinking maybe we'll we'll let you know so look out for some new things we, for sure. we'll we'll put it out um website and yeah, youtube yeah. and on the podcast so listen out keep listening share share and we'll talk to you later yeah bless